Attention, please be advised. The following episode contains spoilers. Don't say we didn't warn you. The text was, I'm a big enough man to admit that I was wrong. Nerd On. What is going on, everyone? Welcome to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need, but you deserve, and where all levels of nerd are welcome. Yay, yay. Yeah. Today, we stick it to the wankers of the super-powered elite, mm-hmm. led by Billy the Butcher, from the mind of Eric Kripke's adaptation of Garth Ennis's and Derek Robertson's follow-up of Preacher. We are talking about Amazon's the boys. The boys. Yeah. The and we boys. just got the boys in the studio yeah. today. Just, just a few boys in the studio just today. Just a few boys. Uh, yeah. What we're talking about, uh, we'll go down the line of the hosts of this episode today. Uh, I'm Tom. Ali. And I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by the members of the Nerd On Nation that is powered by Patreon. Patreon. Did I for hey, Wow, yeah, is Caitlin here? Hello. If you are new to what Patreon is, it is essentially a membership service, an exclusive membership service, in which you get fun stuff, like a Discord server that is popping all the time, from video games, comic books, to gardening, to sharing to pictures of your pets. Pretty incredible artist renditions of... Us. us as superheroes. <laughs> so if you've been following the Nerd On Update, which is our other show that also posts weekly, uh, we have been answering the question about what superhero we would be, what our origin story would be, and uh, if our, Ma- Maggie, mm-hmm. Maggie. Maggie. I will eventually get his name <laughs> right. I'm sorry. Um, and you'll eventually get a villain too that's not, you know, contrived. That's not contrived and not a, basically not a villain. It's uh, basically me like getting out of having to come up with a greater villain. Anyways. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you can join the Nerd on Nation for as little as a dollar to five dollars a month to get that early access, to get that Discord community, to get all those fun stuff, exclusive content. But check it out at nerdon.io backslash Patreon. But here's the other thing. Also, also, this episode uh, is about the boys on Amazon, which is based on a comic book. And so it is appropriate that this episode is also brought to you in part by Comixology, the internet's number one source for comic books. And you can check that out at nerdon.io backslash Comixology. Do know that a little of every purchase does go to supporting us to uh, keep the lights on. Can mm-hmm. I talk about that a little quick? Do it. So in preparation for this episode, I, I checked out Comixology and I, you, you know, Comixology allows you to actually borrow books. Yeah. And so you can borrow com- books. Comixology Unlimited. Yeah. Um, which is freaking amazing because it allowed me to read like the first volume of The Boys. And if you're you know new into comic books and you don't know where to start, uh, the great thing about it is every time you read a comic book, it's kind of teaching you how to read. And so if you're using Comixology, it'll go by panel by panel or based on what the programming has already told you, like what is important to mm-hmm. watch and read. So I I love Comixology, and I thought like this would be a really great time to plug them, talk about it, and uh, it's just nerdon.io backslash Comixology. Nerdon.io yeah. backslash comicsology. That's yeah. what's up. And it goes right to right to the page. And uh, yeah, any purchase does a little yeah. bit towards D- us. Recommend it. Mm-hmm. Recommended. But here's the other thing. This is not a finished yeah. thing. Uh, they, right. Before it even aired, they got uh, renewed for season two. So that means that we will not be 
guessing grumps. No grumps today. We haven't done a lot of TV shows where we had to. So far, they've only been anime because they're like one season and done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is nice. So we could just talk about it, chill, and discuss yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so, but that does mean that we can go into initial reactions. Yes. Yeah. Now, this does come with a preface because... Um, right. Oh, yes. I, I, need to, I need to put you on the spot. Put the, Holly. Absolutely. Pull up the red carpet, please. So, I have received in my life a couple of texts that have made me laugh out loud <laughs> because out of context, it might be out of nowhere. I, I right. had a friend of mine... Uh, a couple of years ago, sent me a text that said, uh, going to be late, trouble with the cops. <laughs> the other text was from my friend Ali a couple of weeks ago. Um, backstory is adamantly against the boys. No, see, he said this. No, he, said me, to, he said, he said, say, say what it is. And then the I'll, text was, and I'll get the I'm a big enough man to admit that I was wrong. Let me add my perspective on it and Mr. Ali over here. And so, you know, everyone that's listening at home, we, we, we play along. We're friends. And uh, I give Ali all of the shit. Because he's Mr. Mm-hmm. Marvel D- D- Disney boy. Mm-hmm. If it's not Disney, he don't want to fucking see it. Uh, if it was sure. uh, poop on a stick wrapped up in a Disney diaper, he would watch it. Um, and yeah. he, from what he brought up the boys and said, uh, out of nowhere, out of contest, out of pocket, just said, I watched five minutes of it and I turned yeah. it off immediately. And he said Which that- Which sparked sh- a pretty long conversation and between- then he, mm-hmm. he said, yes. the show has no legs to stand on. All of it's contrived. And I don't think any of it's realistic. And uh, all uh, me and Corey, the original boys, we said, "I hey, fuck you all." No, but no, we didn't. But so we, we let talked me, about. It. Allow me, and, and I'll try to give it brief. So for the purposes, now you can episode. do your initial reaction. Yeah. Um, so okay, yeah, perfect. So yeah, my initial reaction. So uh, if we're going way back to the beginning, uh, I believe there was a teaser at first that uh, was more, um, that was more butcher centric. Mm-hmm. And that looked awesome. Like, I loved the idea of uh, this guy kind of going against the heroes. Um, but then I think the second trailer came out or something or saw more footage. And it kind of focused more on the heroes. The um, seven. Right, the seven. Uh, with, the, with that trailer, I didn't love seeing, because they kind of focused on more of the violence of it. Okay. Yeah. And I, that turned me off because I felt like, oh, okay, so this feels like it's going to be a little bit more hollow. It's just like, let's just kill people for two hours and or whatever, like, like if it was a movie for a season. A Resident and, Evil movie. Right. A Resident Evil movie where it's like, okay, well, there's there now I'm starting to feel like maybe there's no substance here. It's just for like gratuity's sake, just to show me like cool deaths or whatever. It's like the stuff I don't like about Keep horror going. movies. Uh but essentially, I so yeah, so I watched it, and it kind of confirmed that at the beginning a little bit. Um, the other big issue that I really that wasn't really that big of an issue. It was just kind of like, well, okay, now you're kind of me with the way you're marketing it. You're turning me off. The thing that I actually didn't like and made me turn me off, or made me turn it off after five minutes, was that I couldn't get my head around that a world would exist where this existed without any kind of repercussions. Um, re- not necessarily repercussions, but just like effects on the rest of the world. Yeah. Um, and like law enforcement, like the UN would get involved, things like this. I'm like, I, I don't believe that this would just be yeah. as easy as a company minutes, writing in off. In five minutes, the show had to convince him of that. So go on. Yeah. I mean, you know, I had a bad negative first reaction because I went in, I went into it negatively. So I didn't have an open mind. Oh. Um, and this is before we decided to cover it just to be super clear. <laughs> yeah. This was just like me, a new show. And this is before. Wham, wham, wham. This is also before all the reviews <laughs> that were saying that it was a good show. Yeah. So when when I went into it, I was just like, 
no no expectations of anything low expectations. I'm glad reviews can skew your thoughts. Saw, well, no, I mean, I'm kidding, I'm when kidding. like you and your friend are like, dude, this is the greatest show. I'm like, really? Like, there's there must be something. You guys it. all watched it before I did, so well, whoever. Yeah, go on. Um, coworkers and stuff. Um, but that was uh, that was why I turned it off because I was like, oh, I went in with the negative expectations, and I was like, oh, it's immediately confirming those those things that I didn't like. Um, but so, then, then the show kind of takes off in a, in a way and you start to understand like what's sort of happening. And once, once I got a grasp of the plot and, and how the world that you said, oh, world, this can't exist, can't exist within well, actually, the way they're telling. I actually didn't get there hmm. and we'll talk about that. Okay. But, um, but I respected the storytelling and the plot and there were a couple moments with the characters that we'll talk about that really hooked me in. And I was like, okay, I'll, I'll set this, I'll set this through. And see what's going on. And then, like, by the time I was in the middle of the show, I was just like, this is great. This is awesome. Josh, your initial reactions? Um, I first, actually, first, hold on, first off. Fucking Ollie, we told you. So. Anyways, go on, uh, Josh. Um, <laughs> I mean, it when it was first announced, so going to the comic book a little bit, um, I love Garth Ennis. Um, I love uh, Preacher. You're a big uh, Preacher it's, boy. It's one of my favorite comic books ever. Yeah. And uh, when I got into Preacher, uh, my buddy Buzz, shout out to Buzz, shout he to Buzz. was like, well, if you like Garth Ennis, you'll like the boys. And I read, and unfortunately I didn't, it's not that I didn't get into it, like I didn't like it. It just, I lost the opportunity and I just forgot about it and didn't read it all. So I've lo- I've read a few, um, I've, I've read a few issues of the boys. And when this was announced, I, um, I'm actually not a huge fan of the Preacher show. Yeah. Um, it's good. It's, it's just, I think it's, I get into that, Ooh, wah, wah, wah. it's not like this or whatever. Yeah. I, I you know. do sound well, like and, that. And, well, and, I do and sound as like a, that. as a preface to my thing, like I didn't know, I haven't read or watched any preacher stuff and I don't know any other work Yeah, and I haven't read the boy. So I didn't, I didn't go in with like, Oh, it might look like this, but it'll be good because of X well, person. Yeah, to be fair. It's so not, I didn't, I didn't have that because it doesn't have Batman. So you didn't read it. So, right. To, yeah, true. Um, and so I, I actually was kind of slow on the up uptake of this, and I watched it. I don't know. It, it really came down to a, well, we're not, our shows are done. Let's, I've heard really good things about this. The Amazon Prime app just happened to be open. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh, let's watch this. And uh, right. uh, yeah, same. Uh, I watched the trailer when it back first was um, announced. And I was like, this looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Looks really cool. And, but also I had kind of some context. I had some like, uh, oh, I, I know what to expect. It's like people that are whining about the kind of gratuitousness of the show. I'm kind of like, this dumbed it down. Yeah. It's worse than That's the comic heard, books. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so going into it, it was just like, this is so awesome. And I'm a huge fan of alternative uh, superhero stories. Mm-hmm. Like most of the comics that I like are not superhero comics. So having this and again, that was one of the reasons why Buzz had uh, said you should read the boys. And I was like, I don't really like superhero comics. He's like, this is not just a superhero comic. This mm-hmm. there's so much it's more to it. It's about superheroes. It's about superheroes. But imagine if you will. It's it's uh, what I really like. There's a weird tangent. Five hundred days of summer. Yeah. Remember the first text you see on the screen? No. This is not a, a love story. Ah, uh, yeah. This is a story about love. Yeah. This is not a superhero story. This is a story about superheroes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So I. Going into it uh, with some baggage a little bit, but I just really loved it. It was something that I just binged. Yeah. And I was like, one more episode, one mm-hmm. more episode, and Same. then it was done. And it was like, I just really dug it. Uh, there are some things that I'll be like, oh, I didn't really like 
like that. But mm-hmm. there's some a lot of things that I was like, I really thought that that was dope. Yeah. That was really dope. Yeah. I dig it. Tom? So, uh, with me, uh, I had zero backing of like what the comic book was. Um, I just saw all the hype about it. It actually premiered when we were at Comic-Con, Josh. Yeah. Uh, they did the first two episodes, but we weren't there because, you know, we're not cool enough yet. Uh, but uh, I did have, and I won't divulge specific information, I did have my hands on a copy of the script of the pilot. Oh, yeah? And the first thing I saw was Eric Kripke, and I was like, this is going to be fucking balls. This is going to be dope. This mm-hmm. balls to the wall action. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. And uh, because he does fucking Supernatural, that's my fucking shit. Yeah. Um, See, if I, ha- if I had that, I wonder if that would have made me it shouldn't. get over my shit. You know I'm saying? But the thing is like that where it's like someone's name shouldn't attach you to something, a new concept. Right. So it's like Joss Whedon's doing Batgirls. Like it could still be shit. Yeah. And I, I, to me, I hold on to that very highly. It's like, cool, I'll be into it. But it's like, he, like Supernatural's ending. Mm-hmm. But like, again, you and I, when we walk to new content, we walk in a different speed. For sure. Yeah. And like I walk in where it's like, please, I'll spread both cheeks and do whatever you want. Um, and I, and so when I walked into, and you guys were all talked about before I even started watching it. We agreed to do, we didn't agree to cover this. This came up pretty last this minute. Was a, it was very last minute. This would be a fun thing to yeah, cover. This is, yeah, this is a bonus. This isn't really part of our normal number episode lineup, but I watched it on my recent trip back home, see my parents and went to my high school reunion dating this a little bit, but like it's way past the fucking hype train. And, uh, I watched it and I was fucking hyper enjoyed. Like I just, I liked it a lot because it was kind of like, again, it's, in, and I'll say this, this is my perspective, the lens I look at through. I don't have the rose-tinted glasses of superheroes that, like, they are great. Mm-hmm. Superheroes and the Joseph Campbell's hero's journey is escapism at its strongest point. Mm-hmm. And it's supposed to be like, this is what the world can be. Um, this is what the world really is. Mm-hmm. And it is fucked up. It is violent. It is uh, depraved. It is shallow. Everyone really doesn't trust each other and people really try to use each other for their means. And to me, it's kind of like, yeah, the people that you look up to could be just as fucked up as you are. And it's like, to me, it's that they say that quote, never meet your heroes. Luckily on our show, we have met some of our heroes yes, we have. and they've been great, yeah, but yeah. that doesn't go to say that they have, they don't have their dark secrets. They don't have their skeletons in the closet. They mm. haven't gone through harsh trauma. And so far, like talking about a show, talking about superheroes, it's like, yeah, they have to use their better angels to get over. It. It's like, no, sometimes they, sometimes they get drugged up and get over it. Sometimes they have their own vices and do that stuff. And I liked that lens of it. Um, and I liked, I liked the adaptations of what they did with it. And it's interesting to see Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg to becoming like these like huge titans of TV and producing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, it's coming from like where they came from. But uh, you know, I I thoroughly enjoyed it, and I thought. Um, the hype was real, and I don't know if I matched it though. So mm. say that. Okay. So, uh, so okay. that brings us into our meat and, as I say, potatoes. Potatoes. Uh, so we'll talk about uh production and bre- or synopsis and, bre- and yeah. production as well, and then we'll go into. I want to do a little bit of discussion just about the premise of the show. And all yeah, that that's good. Uh, so brief synopsis. So uh, I'm going to go real fast because it's eight episodes and they're hour long, mm-hmm. and we don't have eight hours to do this. So, um. We start out with Huey, who uh, is with his girlfriend, Robin. They're walking down the street. And then uh, as she steps off the ledge, she gets obliterated by A-Train. And he's a super speedster dude. And he says, sorry, I can't stop. I'm sorry. And walks away. And that's where the inciting action of Huey's uh, development into the world of the boys. Now, mm-hmm. at this point, we have gotten footage 
and uh, world building of that Vought is this company, this mega global corporation that runs the Seven. The Seven is pretty much DC's Justice League, led by the Superman, Captain America fucking amalgamation. Um, and they are, you know, big money movie making people. They're, one of their movies just made $1.7 billion. Sounds a lot like something else. Uh, <laughs> and we see um, Starlight, who is this girl from Des Moines, Iowa, training and then auditioning, just like how a girl would line up an audition at a catacall in L.A. Um, and she gets inducted into the seven. And then now we get Billy the Butcher, uh, played by Carl Urban, uh, who approaches young little Huey and says, hey, those little wankers don't give a shit about you or anything that you did. The people who represent Vought, the lawyers in suits, say like, hey, don't sue, all this shit. Uh, exploration into the underworld pr- uh, ensues. Yeah. Uh, we get introduced to the boys, which includes Mother's Milk, Frenchie, and the female, a.k.a. Kimiko. Uh, we get introduction to K- Mallory, as well as um, some of Bailey the Butcher's like other people who've been involved in his crusade to kind of expose the shitty, shitty, shitty things that the superheroes do unchecked. Um, because a mega corporation yeah. protects them. Uh, while, Pull back the veil. Yeah, while Huey starts finding, uh, getting romantically interested in Starlight. And Starlight, who is literally a true hero, a young girl who wants to do right and doesn't care about the fame and all this stuff. She cares about getting a job, but obviously you can tell her mom cares more about it. She is just doing nothing but getting shitted on, slapped on, slept on everywhere, left and right, getting told what to do, how to do it. Um, and abused uh, in this Vought, the seven ho- like tower that they have. Uh, we'll just call it the Avengers Tower. And um, <laughs> the, the, a lot of the uh, plot starts because they kill one of the members of the seven, Translucent. Spoilers. Mm-hmm. And um, D- Homelander, you kind of a little bit learn a little bit more about his psyche, what things make him tick. And the main handler, I forget her name, but she's played by Elizabeth Shue. Madeline uh, Stillwell. Stillwell. And she's doing everything she can to get government contracts and, you know, move heroes so that one hero is in every city or every state. Yep. Um, movie contracts, she handles it all. So she's doing all the Kevin Feige, I mean, all the hard work that, you know, people <laughs> should be doing. Uh, and uh, most, of, most of the per plot is trying to get government contracts to do uh, military funding. And a lot of the military people are like, no, we have tanks, we have armies, we will never privatize heroes to do government work. Um, Spoilers, at the very end, it does happen. Uh, they end up getting that contract, and Starlight finds out that Huey has been uh, working with the boys to uh, take down the Seven, even though she's part of the Seven. He tries to save her, Billy the Butcher. You find more about his dark past, why he does what he does. Um, it involves his wife, which leaves us with this giant cliffhanger mm-hmm. where it uh, departs from the comic book and shows that his wife is uh, alive, safe, and well, and raising the child of Homelander. Uh, Homelander sexually abused her. Yep. Uh, yeah. Mad. In the show. In the show. In the comic book, it's different. Yes. Uh, and uh, mm. then it ends. Cliff, uh, cliffhanger. Yep. And the and the deep who uh is an asshole gets uh, deported somewhere else. But that's it. Yeah. And then season two, whenever we get it. Yeah. Yep. Does that sound about right? Yeah. That's Sounds. perfect. Was that about like one minute? <laughs> uh, yeah. The studio. The production now. Is Amazon Prime Video, showrunners Eric Kripke, Supernatural, Seth Rokin, who's also done Preacher, Good Boys, Future Man, and Black Monday. Writers Evan Goldberg, Sausage Party, Superbad, This Is It, uh, based on a comic book by Garth Ennis and Dark Robertson. That's the, Derek, This Is It. Derek, Derek Robertson. 
Uh, Carl Urban, Judge Dredd, Star Trek, Riddick, Thor, Ragnarok. Love Riddick. Can you put in that? Put that in there. Uh, Jack Quaid, Hunger Games series, Loke, uh, Logan Lucky, Rampage, Anthony Starr, who's without a paddle. Wish you were here. Outrageous Fortune. Uh, Eric Moriarty, who's done Blade Runner. Aaron. Fett. What did I say? Start, you said Eric. Oh, Aaron Moriarty, who's done Blade Runner, Captain Fantastic, and The Watch. Dominique McElliott, House of Cards, The Guard, Moon. Jesse T. Usher, who's done Survivor's Remorse, Independence Day Resurgence, and Shaft. Laz Alonzo, Avatar, Fast and Furious, Detroit. Uh, Chaz Crawford, Gossip Girl, The Covenant, What to Expect When You're Expecting. Toner Capon, Capone, we talked about this. Tomer Capone, uh, One Week and a Day, Seven Days in Entebbe. Entebbe, yeah. Karen Fukuhara, Suicide Squad, Stray, Shira, And uh, Nathan Mitchell, Supuda's done uh, Supernatural, Timeless, and Psyche. Elizabeth Shue. Psych. Psych. The USA uh, Show. Never seen it. Oh, God. Uh, Elizabeth Shue, Back to the Future, Karate Kid, The Saint Hollow Man. Elizabeth Shue. Oh, yeah, that was her oh. in Hollow Man. Wow. She looks so good. Yeah. Oh, she looks great in this. She is like mom bombshell. It's a pretty great cast. Uh, two things. Shout out ja- Jake or Jack Quaid. Jack Quaid. It's Dennis Quaid's son. Really? Yeah. That's wow. crazy. Uh, that's Huey. Oh, shit. Really? Yeah. Damn. Uh, secondly, Karen Fukuhara uh, was in a feature film that, uh, remember I was telling you when I did a lot of commercial work and when I was like PAing and production stuff? Yeah. Uh, for a director that I worked under for a long time. Who's my age? So I was like, oh, mm. I was like, I'm glad that when it says like on IMDb, you like, say that no, with no, no anger, no heat, well, the thing or is like, so anything behind it. He was an Asian dude. And mad respect. His his name is Joe Sill. Uh, mad respect. But I was just like, God damn it. He has the life that I want. <laughs> um, Release yeah. date, uh, July 26th, 2019. Uh, episodes one. Uh, I mean, episodes. Uh, there are one eight season, episodes. episodes. So the way you wrote this is episode slash seasons. And then you wrote one season, eight episodes. <laughs> I mean, whatever. keeping you on your feet, Molly. <laughs> uh, Runtime, one hour um, episodes, yeah. one hour long episodes. Uh, budget, no budget. <laughs> they, they haven't they haven't listed a budget. Eighty two as a Rotten Tomato score uh, for the crit for the critics, ninety four for audience. Everyone, this is uh, Ollie's first time reading the production. Give him a hand. Give him a hand, thank everyone. You, thank you, thank you, thank you. It's like my fifth. <laughs> I do well, it just as poorly every time. Oh well, yeah, I was gonna say you sound, you sound like it's your first. Uh, but yeah, let's just talk about the show now, right? And then we can get a your parts and all that shit later on. Yeah, sure. let's do that. Uh, so the show, fucking a. So the show. I, I love. I love what Eric Kripke said that he gets to do a rated R show. Yeah. And he and his big thing that he said was, I don't want to be gratuitous to be gratuitous. Mm-hmm. He said this on the IMDb boat with Kevin Smith. Nice. And so before all the reviews came out, he's like, I don't want to be gratuitous, just be gratuitous. Yeah. And so like, and kind of to your point, Josh, it's like what you're saying is like. If you're feeling that it's gratuitous, it's not. Yeah. And like we've talked about on this it's show. It's one of those moments where I go, oh, honey. Well, and we talked about on the show where it's like. Well, it's I, not. That's the thing. I have, I have, in me personally, I have this higher threshold of what I think is gratuitous violence. Well, you also have to look at the word gratuitous. I mean, it's like it's thinking it's too much where it's like, or well, this world that is has been built for us. Not really. Well, and the thing is. No, I get that, yeah. I. And I'm going to make this interesting comparison. I tend to find Quentin Tarantino... I'll tell you if it's interesting. Uh, uh, <laughs> I tend to find Quentin Tarantino's violence gratuitous. Okay. Uh, I tend yeah. to think that he likes to appeal to our lizard brain 
at moments that he needs to do it, right? He feels like, okay, people want to see the payoff for all this tension, yeah. so they want to see all this blood and violence. And I thought of it where um, Aven- uh, not Avengers, Captain America Civil War. The beginning and the premise of the entire movie, and it's not, oh, well, he finds his, his friend and uh, he fights Iron Man. The yeah. movie is about when there comes heroes, there comes escalation. When mm-hmm. there's heroes afoot, you invite the challenge of enemies. And the so so much the soul of the movie is supposed to be that you're not supposed to like it. You're not supposed yeah. to uh, embrace the violence and the fighting amongst superpowered people. Yeah. And what happens in the third act? Nothing but fighting between superpowered people. <laughs> so it lies to itself. Yeah. Whereas the boys doesn't lie to itself and it doesn't do it to just be appealing to your lizard brain. It takes both ideologies and marries them in a way that it's better than both arguments because what the boys is trying to do is saying like you shouldn't like this stuff and these are the guys who are going to try to stop it and they don't even stop it in ways that are like more like gratuitous or I feel like gratuitous is going to be that fucking like troll word (laughs) but they don't do it in as as violent ways as possible like one way specifically is translucent death but it's like if they can kill him they can kill him and they're not going to try to like draw out the violence of it yeah no it's a smoking C four. Yeah. The um the <laughs> it's interesting. Like as soon as I started watching the like within the five minutes, or whatever, immediately I thought of Civil War. Cause I was like, this is dealing with the same kind of general topic of like the powers impact, unchecked powers unchecked, uh ramifications that it has in the real world. How would the world react to it? What would happen? Um and I know they're different premises, so like they don't really it doesn't really apply. It's not the best example, but I feel um, Civil War, even after watching the series, w- watching that season, I feel Civil War still did a better job of showing you how it actually impacts the world. Hands down, I'd say no. I, so that's that's where we disagree. Well, so what Eric Kripke said, what I really liked what he said is like, I am at the way he engineered the show and how he wanted it to be if Avengers was managed by Marvel Corporation. No, I get that. And sure. so like to me, I was like, that's but, what it kind but, of is. That's what I mean that it's a different premise because the premise of Civil War wasn't isn't that, right? Well, they're not Mar- they're, they're well, they're supposed to be controlled by Tony Stark, but he does a shit job of doing it. Right. And so, that's the thing where it's so like, that's what happened. Right. But then in the case where it is owned by a company and all their stuff is public. And like, but it's also privatized. It's also profitable. Right. It's creating a high I get that, yeah. big, uh, big yeah. income thing where the Avengers in Civil War, to their defense, is not. They're not a money making company. No. But Vought is. Right. Um and so, I mean, we'll talk about this at, in qualms, but just because you brought it up, um, the thing, I, the thing I still have, my one like thing with the show still is that I don't believe that you would go unchecked as much as you do. Like, I get that you're a mega corporation, you have all the money in the goddamn world, but something would have happened somewhere. Like somebody would get involved. And I you know, here, I just that's my I, only thing of like, it, it's. I enjoy it, but there are some parts of the show where I'm like, no, if that happened... I'm going to... Well, I mean, if you don't mind, like, yeah, it's yeah. the thing that I, I want to point yeah, out, I like, too. Real quick, just everyone in the room, everyone listening, Josh is in between Ollie and I in case we have to start fighting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so here's the thing that, that I see what you're saying. Yeah. But this it's world... Is, this <laughs> This world isn't the world as we know it. No, as I get us that. in it's the real fantasy. world. And it's like, a, if, you, yeah. if you look at even the design of it, pay attention. There are some things in the background that they have developed their own fantasy world. It's well, not the world as we know so, it. So, and so being unchecked, like I'm like, well, so they I, don't have a UN then. They they don't they don't have military. They, I mean, they have we that, have a but UN. They don't, they don't view it. This society doesn't view 
that as a problem. Yeah, people getting killed. They're I like, mean, I would say they're like, superheroes. They're like, yeah, it's, it's my my thing is the collateral damage. And that's the thing is, it's like there are collateral damage support groups in this world. But again, we're in a we're in a world currently right now where we do have a UN, and then we have Brexit happen, and we have a UN where America was the only place that didn't sign on a treaty that the rest of the countries of the UN did. We're in a world where we have a UN, and people in office can get away with rape, and people get in office to get away with murder. Yeah, and. People don't talk about it. How many people are still talking about all the murders, like the murder that happened in prison with Epstein? But no, we're talking about Popeye's chicken. But you know the difference? The th- difference is like they're not supposed to be private. The difference is that if that scenario were to be the case, it would be set up as the scenario. Because I feel like when you're exiting the real world, you have to set up your fantasy world properly. You have to tell me that, hey, in this world, law enforcement doesn't care. In this world, the UN doesn't care. And that's I'll, I'll buy that. And I'll be like, Cool. But now it, I know. Made, it made no effort to do that. Is is my no. point? I is think it was one of those moments where they you were have trying to make to... me believe the world. Yeah, you're not making an effort to grab me, so the drama isn't hitting as hard. But what, what's supposed, I can't what's supposed like, to grab you? Just the dire situation of the boys, because you're telling me that. Well, no, they're even the, only... the CIA can't. That's the big point: is that Billy Butcher's going alone because he can't. The CIA won't touch him. That was the big thing: was that they like you can get everyone, but not Homelander. Yeah, like you can't touch Homelander. And like that was Gina Rodriguez's like role or no, sorry, G, uh, Louis uh, Esposito. I mean, I just, I don't, I don't, I guess I don't buy that from her then. I mean. Because I haven't, I haven't seen, and maybe this is, and, and it's not necessarily even a gripe, it's just something that I noted. I, and it's maybe something that'll be, be addressed next season. I mean, to me, it's kind of like, how do we let certain billionaires not pay $1 of tax? And it's like, do we not care? Someone cares. But then no one's doing anything. To yeah, do, but they're do not caught about. on social media doing that. Like, uh, I mean, if they have like, social media and they're saying like, "Yeah, we didn't have to pay anything," they're a public company, right? Right? They have to say what their earnings are. And no, like, I get that. And I'm we, just saying like, if if you're caught on Twitter, you know, disarming an enemy and then throwing and killing him. I mean, for how, no reason. How many? And I hate. I, I'm trying to be not political, but I'm going to yeah. bring up like instances. How many football? I'm not arguing. Fo- I know, yeah. How many football players? Just get tell caught. me which it is, is my point. Like, don't, I don't care. Like, I'll accept any world you set up for me. That's the whole point of fantasy. You get to, you get to play around with different scenarios, mm-hmm. but you didn't set it up properly. You didn't convince me. You didn't tell that me that this, this world was the world. Is the way, you we're assuming that, but the way I am, I'm too, I'm too logic heavy sometimes or all the time. I like a little bit more world. Like you need world explanation. Bidding. Just, it's like a sentence. No, I get it. You know what I mean? You've, you've so, had that qualm with other things that we've covered in the past. Because I've waited. For, I'm just waiting for it because I'm like, I shouldn't be waiting for it. You should have already given it to me and you've already taken me out of the What experience. do they need to say? Just give me an example uh, of it going bad. Like, um, But that's the point of this. It hasn't gone bad yet. Well, no, because nobody's like, the point is like, so you said the CIA won't touch them. Mm-hmm. Why? What happened last time? Show me that. Why, why, why do they need to Well, do they that? don't, see, here's the, they're, I, this is just me kind of yeah. looking at the world, and I think that it, what it is, is that it's fucking superheroes. Mm-hmm. What are they going to do? They, stop they're, them with And the they're gun? like, it could have been, logic it could have been like, a 15 second montage of showing like, oh, FBI encounter, like investigates, blah, 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 and then headline, this FBI agent mysteriously dies. Okay, uh, the UN tries to do this. But, oh, UN bombing. So here's the thing. Like, show me like, you, but, oh shit, people are like trying you're to You're thinking them that down. they have, um, morals you think you that mean? they think it's wrong you're Ooh. thinking that somebody in this world thinks that it's wrong correct nobody in this world thinks what what's going on is wrong 
So except for the main character? Because it happened to them. In that even support group they were at, they're like, yeah, I really wish that techno knight, where the fuck, like, cared about my back. Or the girl that I was having sex with who ripped my dick off, mm-hmm. like, cared about me. I guess I just envision a world where, like, if enough of that happened, there would be an uprising. And it feels like something that's been in place We're for a long time. in that now. We're in that now where there's so much social outrage and no one's doing anything about it. And that's kind of the but point. But there of isn't the, outrage is the point, I guess, I'm making. But that's, that what like, the, that's, who, the, that's who the boys represent. Yeah. They represent us. The boys right. is like the beginning. Like well, this that, is that but we're, I have to, we're, I'm making those assumptions is, is my yeah. point. And I don't want to be made, be made, made making assumptions that, yeah. that this you is okay. You needed the explanation this, instead of trying to just have show to pick me, it up. Just show me that this is the world. Like this is the world. And you're living in it. Because wh- the way it's doing it cleverly is to build like dramatic tension, which can be seen as like false dramatic Tension, which is like to present those elements as they become convenient to subvert your expectations. Well, something. again, it's all, also it's all this underbelly stuff too, because like the whole with that Jesus dude who's stretchy, yeah. who likes has mm-hmm. sex with all the dudes. Like mm-hmm. again, you have to, you experience that for the first time as Huey, right? And Billy is the one that has to like, no, these fucking guys are like everyone else, but no one wants to accept it. Mm-hmm. And then Billy gets mad. Billy is you. Billy is you. Billy is getting mad at the fact that no one wants to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. But. What are people going to do? They're going to fight over chicken sandwiches and we'll say they're going to raid Area 51 and not do anything about it. Right. Like, that's that's that world. Mm-hmm. It's the fucking internet age where everyone's connected, but they're not, and everyone gives a fuck about anything. And they'd rather record people getting fought, like shot and fought on, like, street buses and put it on World Star versus, like, yeah, maybe he might have just died mm-hmm. instead of asking those moral so questions. So the reason I bring it up is only because, like, it was one of the things that stuck out to me immediately. Yeah. One of the things that made me turn it off and all that stuff. Yeah. And that part of it, for me, didn't go away. Okay. I just got past it because everything else I discovered was better to hook me in. Other things made me watch it and yeah. enjoy it. But that one element is all is still there in the back of my head. It's still going to be there until I see it resolved on screen. Okay. We'll talk about that in qualms. Uh, a big thing that I really liked about it was, uh, did you? so you read The Boys a little bit? A little bit. Not not enough to be like, oh, I know the boys did, back to front. Did you read the little like opening from the editor? I don't even know his name. But he talked no. about like how Garth Ennis like wrote it and like what happened. So like when Garth Ennis was told that uh actually it was supposed to be a DC property. And it got canceled after six issues. It was like mm. they were told the instruction was to out preacher preacher. And wow. that was like a fucking and preacher is a DC vertigo yeah. thing. And What's the thing the setup that, for preacher. Josh. Uh, Preacher is essentially, it's really convoluted. I'll be Just perfectly the honest. The setup is that there's this preacher who is given the power of God. Oh. And everybody wants him. Mm. That's like a really, really like simplistic, but there's a whole lot of That's stuff. That's like that saying Spawn is dead man come back to life. Yeah. That's like. Sure. The boys is about superheroes and how bad they are. Um, but. Um, I guess so, I just want to understand that, like when you say that it's out preaching, what does that mean? I guess well, is Preacher point. is also, I mean, like I said, it's very convoluted in a sense that there's there's different things going on in terms of, like, there's a secret Story society, there's, there's, a, there's a fucking, like, kind of demon guy hunting our main, the, mm. it's there's ball, angels, it's, there's a guy that shot his face off and survived and can barely speak and he's in there, there's a vampire. There's, I mean, there's, it's, it's balls it's to the walls as crazy shit that happens. It's crazy. It's zany. And it's sold like fucking blockbusters. Mm-hmm. Again, like it's a DC Vertigo thing. DC Vertigo, it was like the HBO of comic books. And it was like the comic book, the superhero shit you like, fuck that shit. We're going to tell you like real stories. And um, so they were told to out preacher preacher. Um, and it was actually supposed to live within the same universe as Superman and Batman. And it was like, they would have a oh, similar continuity. I didn't know that. 
that is the fucking crazy thing. And uh, I forget the editor who fucking wrote it, but like he was saying, like where it lies now, you can totally tell. Like these characters are supposed to be the Justice League. The Vought Seven is supposed to be like that. And if you read the comic books, everyone at home, uh, you'll notice that like there's an X Men like stand in. There are the Avengers yeah. stand in, mm-hmm. and they're all like the shitty ones. Yeah, they're all like the B list. Yeah, there's bullshit. a whole bunch of different. There's like, like the groups. teen heroes. Um, and uh, some just highlights for everyone to listen to, like things that are changed and different. Uh, like the main character Huey is supposed to be Simon Pegg, like yeah. literally created as Simon Pegg, but Simon Pegg's too old, so that's why I put him as his father. I thought that was super weird when I watched that. I was like, why the fuck is Simon Pegg in this? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it felt uh, strange. But you realize, like, oh, they're doing fucking fan service for people who actually read the comic book. Yeah. Um, Starlight is not supposed to get uh, uh, forced for sexual shit with the deep. It's supposed to be with everyone. Homelander, Black Noir, A-Train, A-Train, all at the same time. And, uh, yeah. Um, And they just start Madeline Stillwell is actually a man. Yeah. And Mallory, the older woman who lost her kids, is actually supposed to be a man. Um, Mother's Milk, uh, it's highly implied that the reason why he's called Mother's Milk is because he drank his mom's milk at an older age to the point where he might. I can can explain. So, Mother's Mm -hmm. Milk. Um. So the other thing that's different in the comic books is everybody uh, kind of has superpowers um, because they start taking Compound V. Um, to the boys, of, you meaning? The boys, okay. uh, they have superpowers oh, um, because they're doing, to level the playing field, right. so to speak. Mother's Milk is, is well, he, had, he was born with, with powers, but the reason being is that his mom worked at a plant for Compound V and was infected, and he... Uh, <laughs> In order to keep his powers, he has to sucky, drink sucky. his mother's, mother's milk. milk. Um, so there's oh. that. Yeah, and he's like seven feet tall. Yeah, he's there's a all. Giant man. Yeah, there's like Frenchie and Mother's Milk are like the powerhouses. I mean, everyone's pretty much a powerhouse other than Huey. Yeah. Um, and in the comic books, Huey's going to get injected with or got injected with Compound V, so we don't know what's going to happen in season two. Yeah, or not. there's a lot that um, I think can happen, and but Home- we're not there yet. Homelander anyway. uh, didn't did rape uh butcher's wife and she did and she gave birth to the child in their sleep and like laser beamed her to death and then billy had to kill the kid with the lamp um fucking you can understand why he's incredibly pissed off and it starts Mm -hmm. but the thing is it starts it starts with him and he's very negany oh he's so like even the way that he looks is yeah it's just like and the funny thing i did like the little phrase that says like the guy who talks like michael caine I was like, that's not Carl Urban. <laughs> but I'm like, I like <laughs> yeah. the word they went with it. Yeah. Um, and I don't want to do the big black noir spoiler. I but don't. Is I'll it from the it. comics? It's in the comic book. Oh, so okay. we'll leave it alone because yeah. we don't know what's going to happen. Because in, in the show, they made him pretty much like Batman. But yeah. then there is a Batman-like character in the comic book. And it's Techno Knight, whatever the fuck his name is. Uh, Tech Knight. And he's like Iron Man and Batman combined. The thing is that he has a raging nymphomania. Like, he fucks anything. No. Animals. Children, adults, elderly people, people are about to die, anything. Hmm. So yeah. that's like their big thing. But yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot there's a lot of colorfulness that you can take from the book that I thought was really interesting. I like they don't start out with the seven yeah. in the book. They start, it's like, we're going to take out these little small fry heroes to kind of send a message. Hmm. And in the show, they're just like straight up like, fuck the seven. And I was yeah, like, damn. Um, well, and also, uh, Compound V is like more of an established thing in the story mm-hmm. of the of the book, whereas this we're kind of we're discovering it as the show goes on. Right. Oh, yeah, um, yeah. Good point. So, 
But this is also coming from I've only read a few issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, I um, my other thing that I'm curious about is th- that I'd like to know is how the heroes worked, like how they started in this in this world. Because like the, like does does fictional Marvel and DC exist in this world? Like what's their how did they get their concept of superheroes when like the first ones were being made? Uh, I mean, kind of like a little bit of Homeland, had to be almost, but not right. like he was he was born and raised like through like a violent system. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, the thing is, I think it's more like again, you could privatize superpowers. It's like mutant kind of thing. Like they just like is that how it was sold? Like they just started popping up everywhere, and then a company kind of collected them. I I, I think you're somewhere in between of where the boys has their imagination to where like in Man of Steel, like why does Clark Kent as a child put a red blanket over his over himself? Like he is the first superhero, so yeah, why yeah. would he do that? But and to me, in that sense, it's like why do people? Why do kids get drafted into sports? What's mm-hmm. this, you know, it's like, oh, there are sports teams and you're athletically superior to some kids. Yeah. So you get put into that. It's like, oh, you should fight, like, not even fight crime, but it's like, go sent out to, like, handle these crime things because you're the one that can do it. And, yeah. Yeah. So I was just kind of curious about that because it's like, it wasn't like, or maybe it was, maybe it was planned where, like, they were uh, seated throughout the U.S. to look as as if they were just random freaks that came out of nowhere. And then in the com- they slowly made them into heroes. Huey, since Huey like, is supposed to be Simon Pegg in the comic book, it all takes place in Scotland. And uh, Billy the Butcher brings him over to America because the seven's in America. And America is No, I just mean, they're, how, like, how does this universe have a concept of superheroes is, my, is what I'm getting at. How does anyone have a concept of hero? But they're not. They're like individual people that rise up and do something heroic. So I guess that's what that's my point. If they're all made in a lab, spoilers. Um, <laughs> Way past spoilers. The now. author. How does the author of this like the story people? Like, what are they inspired by? Like Uncle I, Sam. I'd like to think it's just like a, they have like Superman comics in their world. Uh, like I how else would you I, conceive I think that's of so like, limiting. I think that's too limiting of figuring out like where do they get their idea of superheroes? It's kind of like. Everyone, no, not their ideas, just their concept of what a superhero is. is but, my, yeah, I mean, like, every, like there are heroes of mythology, but it's not like it doesn't have to be um, tied to the American. They're just mythology. gods. They're like, okay, we're making gods. Yeah, or it's then, like, again, we're making soldiers. Yeah, they're making soldiers, and they all have to have a brand and a personality. It's like, how, why is how did Apple become Apple? Or it's mm-hmm. like it's a tech company. Yet they decided to make Apple the most iconic thing next to a Superman S and a Coca Cola. Well, I'm saying like, it, there's like a genuine start in all those other worlds, but there's no genuine start in this world. I mean, you don't know that. Uh, right. That's the thing. So you that's don't know that. Curious, but that's you're my curiosity. Know kind of the, but the I don't want, want, want a two-hour-long biography of like, this is where the world began. No. <laughs> It'd be nice to reference it, though. No. Because it's like Iron Man. It's like, oh, I'm a hero, and I want to make an iron suit. And it's like, where'd you get an idea to make an iron suit? Oh, in my brain. Because I made missiles, and I made planes. But how about a suit? Where does a suit come Protected from? Protected it. Protected himself. Well, I studied med- medieval history, and I like knights. Oh! Or he has anime in his work, or he's seen anime. Does he? Has Tony Stark seen anime, maybe? I don't I mean, there's an answer to a question right there, but like to me, that's a penetrating question. Saying, like, it's, it's why do I need that? that it's like Captain America's like, I want to be a guy that throws a shield around. <laughs> right. And it's like, hey, we thought this shield would be great because we like ultimate frisbee. And it's like, why? That, that, that's a, such a, yeah. To, that's a very like, why question for me. Fair. It's like, where does Batman come from? Oh, I want to be a ninja, but he wears dressed like a bat because I like, there's a lot of like in that sense of that question, it's like where do they get their idea from? It's like where did anyone get their ideas from? Well, I mean, here's the thing. Like again, they want to be symbols, so it's like Ollie, you like explanation. Mm-hmm. You like you like the like tell me. I just no, it, I just want to. You can show me too. I just want to know the world. I want to have a full grasp of the world that I'm in, so I can feel. But you don't every give that same grace. You don't give. You don't need that grace from any other things you do like. Well, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. 
with the things you've said, I have rebuttals for, but I'm not saying <laughs> because like we were not on the same page on to my, the point that I'm making. I mean, like Captain you, America is a good kid who wants to help people. And then he rises up and then the doctor picks him and he's still a good person that wants to help people. And they put on a stupid costume on him. The boys, it's a little baby in the lab. Yeah. You're like, Hey, you're so, going to get told so by when a, someone's a like corporation, v, like you're going to get raised up, get trained. Right. And you're going to learn how to like fight people. Mm-hmm. And you're going to be sent out on missions to stop these, these things. Yeah. That's it. And There's then, no moral compass to it. It's just like, you do your job and you, you get powers. All right. That's why I kind of feel like versus like, again, there's, again, there's no morality in this world of like, everything's profitable. It's just people getting paid to do the things that they do. And well, there all, is morality, but there's no, the, the it's no, there's not it's so as, much question. It's as morally morality. bankrupt as I would say our country is where like morality is not the this standard is, this is of I'm, which you It's move. not even moral. It's a stupid question. My, my thing is like, the, the people who came up with Superman were like, hey, let's, let's make something that's like this character. So they, they're, they're like trying to, they have a model to go after or base it on. So how does that apply to this world is my question. It doesn't. Never mind. <laughs> That's why I stopped talking. Anyways, uh, more Wait. on. No, that's just, <laughs> no, <laughs> no. What? Um, so what you're wanting to know is what's inspiring these particular superheroes. No. The person who made Compound V, what were they trying to do? They were trying to okay. enhance human ability okay. to make it profitable. So why not just put on a military outfit? Because they want to privatize it. Okay, why not put on a private uniform? They do. And it's their brand. So they, so in this world, they invented the look of a superhero. Yeah. And they called it a superhero by coincidence. Yeah. In this world. Okay, that's all I want to know. Yeah. I mean, like, I mean, in this world, because I mean, it's like if we were to go the route. I mean, technically, you never hear superhero; you just hear soups, right? Yeah, because like, oh, this is Homelander. He protects. He's like the all-American guy. Like, you want the all-American guy protecting you versus like the all-Nazi-looking guy, and that's where the terrorist group gets created, right? So, mm. Yeah, and he's like straight up a super-powered suicide bomber. Does that help? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says <laughs> a such question. Shall we go into favorite parts? Yeah, let's, let's go favorite parts. You Ali, me, not the explanation. Uh, I of the love show, apparently. the uh, I love the airplane scene. That was probably my, one of my favorite scenes. Oh, it was where you got a pretty good sense of of what's going on with Homelander. The thing I loved about moments the, before that, but that's definitely one of the high. One I of the high loved moments. his. You guys are gonna be okay. It's gonna be fine. I'm gonna take mm-hmm. care of you. And then we gotta leave. Yeah, <laughs> we have to leave. Well, he 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 takes out the uh, the terrorist right in the cockpit, and too late. The guy shoots the guy in the head, the pilot in the head. Um, and then he his laser beam to do that caused the controls to be fucked up. And so they they probably could have landed that plane. What do you think? I don't. I liked how they were highly, quote unquote, in your thing. But the in point science was, was like, no, I can't stop it. The thing will pass right through me. <laughs> or I'll but pass right what through. What I actually took from that, especially from his like look, where it like she's like, What do we do? And he just kind of looks around and be like, eh. I the, what I got from that was like to him, and this is what this is what was so amazing about, about that character is that he's a fucking psychopath, and that's what happens when you're, Anthony Starr. I, I, that's what yeah. happens when you're raised without human connection. But also, yeah. this happens when you can flick your wrist and kill fifty people. Yeah, like opinion, to him, it's like, oh, I dropped a nickel. Uh, leave it. But I also, you know, it's like that easy of a decision for him. Well, because to me, he's a fucking it's psychopath. like the opinions of ants don't mean shit to me. Right. Exactly. But you are nothing but ants, so exactly. it's like, why do would I care? But it also established that they do have limitations. Mm-hmm. 
I would say also it does establish, and it's a little bit of a change from the comic book, is that Queen Maeve or Mauve or is actually good. Maeve, yeah. Mm-hmm. I liked her in this, in the book. She's a bitch. She's doing her oh, yeah. job, but she's like, she does have a She moment. actually does care. Yeah. Which is kind of dope because it kind of goes reminiscent of like, or not reminiscent, it, it's in line with like, I think, you know, a current mantra that we're hearing now is like the feature is female and all that stuff. And I'm like, the female characters are the only kind of good people in the show. Yeah. Which are pretty dope. And it's also our, our look into how this, like, how people react to this universe being the way it is from her perspective. She's like, oh, she has to deal with it. She's in it. She probably has a contract or whatever. Well, I like what she said to Starlight at the very end. And she said, like, look, you be the goody two-shoes. I've done it. We all have to play our part. Mm-hmm. So it's like she's done that shit, and she yeah. got burnt out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I was like, oh, fuck. And it gives you more of that ideology of, like, oh, like, some heroes have tried to lead the good you know, like, model just doesn't work out. And it's like, in in a weird way, it's very pessimistic and cynical, but it's like, I kind of feel like that's what happens with capitalism. Yeah. Where it's kind of like, companies are just doing stupid shit just because they need to make that top dollar. Yeah. Where it's like, you hear companies that like buy houses, to, or you hear people buying houses so they can make a buck off of it, versus like, if I'm a, like a new, young, married dude and I'm trying to buy a house for the first time, if I don't have a cash offer immediately, I'm not going to get that house. Yeah. Like, and I need that house, but the other person just wants the house because they want to make a profit. Where it's like the the will the the need the good of everyone else comes second. Mm-hmm. What matters is, am I going to make another 1.7 billion dollar movie? Is right. the deep's like public image going to go away? Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. is Vought's image going to go down? Are we going to lose this government contract? Who gives a shit about saving people? Right. Because if I can spin it and say, if we had the government contract, this mm-hmm. would never happen again. Yeah. And I was like, fuck. That was, yeah, so good. That was really good. Favorite part for you, Josh? Babies with laser beams. Ah, uh, that was dope. <laughs> I knew I knew one of you guys would say that. <laughs> but my my the also was the um the butcher's uh, Billy's um reaction when he goes, "Holy fuck, that was diabolical." <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. That's the other shout out is like shout out performance to Carl Urban, dude. Yeah. Inspired performance. So good. Um, yeah. my favorite part is actually in the pilot. And uh, it's in the car before Huey has to go put the bug. And mm-hmm. then he says, oh, he's like, it's like the Matrix. What do you want to do? You want to take the red pill <laughs> and so- keep jacking oh, off yeah. and eating? And then you take the blue pill. Is it the blue pill or is it the uh, other pill? You other take the pill. other pill. Stop being a cunt. <laughs> I was like, fuck. It's so good. And it's I'm like, so funny. to me, that is such a real conversation. Yeah. Because it's like, we would fuck up examples yeah. unless you're a fucking nerd like we are. Or it's like, also just... Fucking, it's easy. Just do the mission, stop being a cunt, and get out of there. Yeah. And it was the one time, like, and I've said on the show, like, I'm very, like, weary with that word because I'm just yeah. like, that's such a harsh. I think it's because I watch so much British, British shows, comedy, dramas. And he's not dramas. British, right? He's New Zealander, Kiwi. Yeah, but Kiwi he's man? playing a British uh, dude. A British dude. Um, but uh, I, I'm so okay with that word. In fact, it's one of my Sorry, everybody at home. It's one of my favorite words, mm-hmm. but it is probably because I have watched so much. Favorite word your is favorite the same word thing. and your least favorite word are the, are same. the same thing. <laughs> one just sounds wetter. Oh, <laughs> you son of a! <laughs> uh, my other favorite part is uh, when Billy is giving them a pep talk and he's using the Spice Girls as an example. Oh fuck, yeah. that was so good. That was and really then good. they stop him like after, and they're like, they're "Like, how do you know so much about the Spice Girls?" And then he walks away, and they were like, "He gives the worst pep talk." pep talks and Frenchie's like yeah he really does 
and then it cuts to yo tell me what you want when the deep's trying to get away with the dolphin yeah oh my god i was actually highly again you know i'm pretty critical on like using soundtrack music yeah i really like the way they use it on this one like again it's eric kripke like he's the one that made carry on my wayward son the theme song for supernatural unofficially yeah like they had their own music but then that became the song it's like yeah. Oh. Um, so good. I I enjoy any moment, and this is this might be telling again. I'm I, I've I've been finding out a lot about myself, and maybe I am a fucking psychopath. Mm-hmm. But some of my favorite parts. I've were been telling you that for years, with Tom. Homelander and oh, Stillwell. I'm right there with you. Like every, it's like it's very perverse. Oh, like yeah. I got a very voyeuristic yeah. sense out of it. I'm just like, do it. That was my hook. Do it, you dirty cuck. Do it. Yeah. Oh my like, god. Just I'm a, just like, oh my. Just that, like satisfaction he gets from killing is like I just liked it like he's like god like powerful he's Superman yeah but like he's just this dirty little boy like when he still well controls yeah and that end of the there was the end of one of the episodes I think it was episode five or six or something where he's on her lap oh oh wait where he you're 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 leaking yeah where she's like breastfeeding and she's like I see you I was like mmm I was just like, mommy caught you. And then it's like, oh, there's such a little mommy dad, a little mm, boy thing. I was like, oh my God. This is fun. Yeah. I, lo- I loved it. I, I fucking know. loved I it. Up. And it's the thing is, like, it doesn't even, I think there's a. You almost feel bad for liking it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Feel, feel Again, dirty. I'm a dirty little guy. <laughs> like, yeah, do it. <laughs> um, but like, I really liked how, like, the more you got of Homelander, it didn't really help him help him become likable. And that's the really no. thing that's important, I think. Mm-hmm. It doesn't give... To me, I don't give a shit if your characters are likable. Yeah. I give a shit if your characters are relatable. Yeah. And I give a shit mm-hmm. if it's like, I get where he com- he's coming from. Mm-hmm. Like, I get that, like, he is... That has this, like, fucking idio- idiosyncrasies and neuro- neurotic tendencies because he got fucked up as a child. Yeah. And he was raised in such a way. And he's the leader of them all. Well, yeah. Also, he's constantly having to prove, I feel, that he can make good decisions. Yeah. And yeah. like, it's like, see, I, I, I said we should go with the American flag. Yeah. And, and, and like that, I think that leads to like decisions he makes later but in the like, season. <laughs> and then like that happens. And then after that, they're still looking for translucent. And he goes to like the IT tech room, whatever. Mm-hmm. And when he comes in, everyone's just like, oh shit. And I'm like, I'm like, oh fuck. It's like he'd kill everyone in that room. Like, yeah. And I, you know, I felt like with the very end, it was like, like the only person he won't kill is Stillwell. Like that's how I felt. Like, oh, I'm safe. He won't kill mom. When yeah. he knocks on the win- on the car window, I was just like, <gasps> oh, with, with, uh, <laughs> oh Frenchy. with Frenchy, I was like, okay, yeah. <laughs> um, um, and he, and it did that in a we in a really, and it's weird. Like you were talking about like gratuitous, blah blah blah. And at the end of the day, it wasn't gratuitous. Like oh, this is gonna be a weird fucking thing for me to say, but disappointingly, not gratuitous. Like, it, I almost expected it or kind of wanted it to be more gratuitous, but it wasn't. And it was just using that in a poignant way. Yeah. yeah I was going to say, um, it's use, it's useful. Like, Hellboy was yeah. not useful. That was just like blood right. guts. Here you go. Well, I also almost, like, I still, I'm broken record. I resent them for using that as the marketing. But I get what they were going for. They wanted to tell you what you're in for, which is like, well, yeah. They wanted to is, say, this is effed up. This is what you're going to be saying. Well, I think yeah. they want to say, but it's not about what other that. comic book story or co- what other superhero story you're going to get that's like that. Shows you, right. There's Gives not one. This is probably the, the top side. most gory, sexual, right. and like, again, depraved. But people. it worked to make you fucking terrified of Homeland, yeah. Homelander. I mean, oh, the, yeah. closest, the closest thing I could think of this is probably like uh, Watchmen. Yeah. 
This is probably the closest in terms of like just violent superhero shit. And like it's dark and gritty. But like this one's like they're using it because that behavior is unacceptable. And Watchmen's using it as like the like this is this what is, happens in a world where heroes moment, aren't wanted. Huh? The moment that I loved was like uh translucent translucent seeing that Huey was freaked out that Homelander was after them. Mm. And being like, so this is a group that to that point and beyond that point, they think Homelander is like the good one, which oh. I found hilarious when he's like, oh yeah, Homelander is the good one. But obviously that was just something that he was masking or whatever. But uh, but Huey bought it, whatever. He thinks Homelander's fine. And yet he was terrified. So it's, And it's like me as an audience member, I'm terrified for Huey because they did such a good job showing me what he's capable of. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, if he finds you guys... <laughs> Yeah. Well, I also you're I gonna think, look worse than Translucent did at the yeah. end of that episode. Oh, well, the thing about it, like the cool thing that I really liked is that they kind of did a good way of escalating of like mm-hmm. Translucent. You see how fucked up he could get, mm-hmm. and then seeing how fucked up A Train is, and then how terrible that de- the deep is, mm-hmm. and you're like, oh my god, the everyone's afraid of Homelander. Yeah. So how terrible can he get? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then that in the last episode where he just beams the fuck out of, I was like, oh fuck. Yep. Yeah. That was really good. Not messing around. Any of the favorite parts? I don't. You want to go into qualms? Yeah. Oh no, no. I will say uh, Haley Joel Osment. I, oh my I just, god! I was so it was so funny. So I was I was watching um, uh, the Sixth Sense a couple <laughs> of weeks ago, and I was like, man, how far we've come. <laughs> oh wow! I mean, I just I'm glad that he's had a resurgence in modern yeah, media. Like, it's fun to see him and stuff, especially like with Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley is hilarious. Uh, this like I'm I like just, how like, he's like the schlup all the fucking time. Yeah. He was actually I got a little choked up though. Yeah. With his daughter thing. Yeah. Mm. But damn. I was really it, enjoyed him in this. Was it, uh, it was Butcher who killed him, right? Yes. I just know how he died, and that shit was fucking violent as shit. And I saw, like, oh, the prosthetic face fell off. Yeah. Like, my God. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that shit's, oh. But yeah, um, I almost fucking cried when that shit happened. I don't know. Another thing, just big shout out Anthony Starr. Like, this dude came out yeah. of nowhere and, like, kills Sells him, it. He could be like the next Nolan base if they did decide to do a, a reboot. Also, just a general favorite, not just a general positive note. This move, this show, I keep saying movie, this show looks incredible. Yeah. Like the yeah. special effects, well, the, oh, the slow the, motion, the death. photography. Like they, they got a camera in for, because uh, Kripke was like, he imagined that the Robin's death scene mm-hmm. was going to be very sudden slam bam done. Yeah. And the director, uh, Dan, Dan Trenchberg, uh, was like, nah, I want it to go really, really slow. And they had to bring in like a special camera that, and like, and he was like, all right, Kripke was like, all right, let's just do what you want to do. And like, a lot of that is CGI, yeah. but still it's like, that's good looking CGI is the point. It's just, you're like on the edge of your seat watching this happen like and realizing what's happening and seeing all the chunks fly and you're like, oh God. Well, I also noticed that they went black with a lot of it. So I wonder if that's like them trying to tone it down even more. Well, yeah. obviously not showing the deep's penis. Right. Yeah. With Starlight. Yeah. Um, also shout out, shout out to Erin Moriarty. I don't know where the hell she came from, but. Yeah. She was, she was great. She was good. I, thought, I liked it. I liked how she, she played off very small town. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. played very small, it worked, very well. I think. Very like um, good-hearted person. Yeah. Uh, uh, favorite characters. Favorite characters. Yeah. Mine was translucent. Oh, interesting. Oh. I well, aside from like Homelander, kept me through the show, but like translucent, I really liked the way he like talked and like his, his the idea of him being like this fly in the wall everywhere. Obviously, like there's a sexual slant to it, but like 
just besides that even like i feel like it would have been really fun to like have his character be more in the show talking about yeah. fly on the wall thing did you notice and you might want to watch the show again apparently there's a big easter egg it's not a big easter egg but yeah whenever a character is like lying a flies in the frame oh interesting oh, weird and so like i'm like is that a character it's like stinky poo lie yeah stinky. So. <laughs> uh and like, like it, you see it like with carl burden's character a lot where it's like there's just some fly yeah. in the fucking scene oh shit um right, any uh side character uh side character i mean the second character second favorite. secondary i would just say maybe homelander then homelander. Yeah. yeah yeah it's probably actually swapped really but yeah, I just wanted to give Terrence Lucina a shout out. Um, I really enjoyed watching uh, Carl Urban, Billy, Billy the Butcher. Butcher. Um, but I mean, I, I just like, I really, I, I know that it's just not, it's not just two characters, but just watching the main boys. Yeah. Just, the, oh, just yeah. them, the interactions, the conversations. I, I just, well, the then, history like, too, Huey you can tell that there's a history. It, like, yeah. And, like, there's a good ghost that they set up. He's yeah. actually, it's funny, he's actually the best part of the show. I was thinking of Heroes. Who? Uh, Billy. Oh, okay. He would be say. my actual favorite like character. I would say that he's my favorite. If I had to pick like a side side character, it would be Mesmer. I Mesmer. just thought it was interesting to watch him. Mm. And I, I'm probably like Haley Joe Osment uh, baggage, but mm. yeah, know, I don't care. I yeah, that, that's Sora from Kingdom Hearts. I love you, HJO. Yeah, right. Um, I was HJO. HJO. Um, my I would say like this: my favorite performances, and I think my favorite. Actor, Carl Urban. Yeah, I think all his performances are fucking like. There's not one bad performance. Mm. It's like fucking rewatchable. You could li- you could just listen to him talk and you'd be just, you'd just, be entertained. Yeah, yeah you exactly. could just fucking look away, just hear his dialogue. You'd be like, "This is I'm here for it. I will spend the fucking twelve months for the fuck." I love his bones in Star Trek. Yeah. Um, sure. but my like honestly, my favorite character to watch is Homelander. Yeah, yeah. I fucking love. It's interesting Homelander. to see um, if you look at him in real life and then see him as Homelander. He's a little like, skinnier. Well, no, he's also like <laughs> he's got why. black hair, and like to see oh. him with um, with like a beard, a beard, and whatnot. You're like, wow. But no, it's like he's kind of like I like. Uh, I forget where I heard it from. It's like he's like the missing. He's like the other Chris that the MCU needs. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> like I was like, oh yeah, he definitely looks like one of those. Also, yeah. uh, you know how like how they have like oh there's Chads and Kyles and like mm-hmm. there's Chris. Mm-hmm. There's a superhero look, and that's it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll also say kind of a shout out to Starlight. I really, and I, I enjoyed her. I, I mean, more specifically, like kind of going to call back to favorite parts is when she kind of realizes that she's kind of a victim of pr- princess by proxy mm-hmm. with her mom, like kind of basically making her a superhero. And then like the, yep. the kind of the finding out that the dad left because of kind of that situation. And it's like, mm-hmm. I, I, an overall arcing thing is it's like, I do like this alternate Take. Uh, take of, of yeah, superheroes and like the ramifications of things and, yeah. and whatnot. So well, what I'll say, like, yeah, those the the situations that each character goes through and that are presented are very much like allegories of real life things. Yeah, like the like wanting to become a dancer or singer for her, you know. Yeah, um, and then for A Train, it's like probably you know very similar an thing athlete or deal with like yeah an athlete yeah. dealing with well also like the deep having some biodysmorphia kind of feeling with his right. gills and also that's a like, oh that well, his him. design i thought because like putting his gills on the side of his body i just thought was so cool that was yeah. i was, was like really that cool is i've never seen that but i also very realistic in, in, looking. A, <laughs> in a nice day it's like you know you got your comeuppance where like you got pretty much sexually abused yeah you by got, someone yeah. that wanted it more that. than you did and you got hurt from it yeah and then, like, he has a Britney moment, just fuck, shaves his fucking head. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. But it's like, it's rough because it's like, 
Never is sexual abuse and assault a good thing. It's kind of like, I'm glad that you got it coming back to you. Mm. It's a very yeah. weird, it's like, I'm glad you died. You know, it's kind of like one of those things. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah, yeah. like, yeah. he fucked, he, like, that was, ah. the The one redeemable superhero that wanted to do it, it gets like, messed up like within five minutes of joining the the team and like you're like you son of a well bitch. and i think it talks a lot about like you know the me too movement you know yeah. like about how how like so many women are like victim to like this this bullshit misogynistic thing that happens in companies where it's like well how much do you want to be in the company how much do you want to raise yep. like yeah. do you want to be part of the fucking inner circle do you want to get paid the same amount of weed? and it's like Holy shit. And like the thing is, that's the beauty. Again, I've talked about this so many times with like fiction. Like that's the beauty of fiction. It's like you get to tell these stories, these truths of the real world because people have that pill of like, oh, but doesn't it taste it. good because you have some some fiction around it? Because yeah. it has laser eyes? Yeah. And you're like, no, this shit's real. And that yeah. happens. And it's like not talked about enough. Yeah. It's really not talked about enough. And it's like to the point where it's like, it's not, an, a, why is it not an outcry? Mm-hmm. Why is it not an outcry yet? Yeah. Um, But uh yeah, fucking butcher, yeah, and homelander. Nice. So uh, my boys. Now qualms. So I'm between the qualms and the gripes. <laughs> uh, you wanna go? Yeah, I'll go. Um, I mean the one that you brought up earlier that we well, kind of discussed. We, yeah, we. I mean that was just kind of like it's not really. And again, it's not really like a gripe. It's just something that I wish I want them to address. Yeah, at some maybe point. they will season two. Maybe they will. Maybe they won't. Maybe I won't. I, I'll stop caring. Well, about they it. did give some a little bit more exposition as the show got on, which is a little yeah, interesting. That helps. So we'll that, that was I nice. need you I to stop redeem. caring. <laughs> stop caring. Uh, actual qualms. Um, let's see. Da-da-da. He's I reading. Was not super. Um, I think they could have done a lot more with Queen Maeve. I didn't really love her character. Yeah, I don't think you're supposed um, to, but yeah, no, right. I get what you're saying. But even like, yeah, and, and I saw Especially that, with seeing her struggle, like, right. but and seeing it, more of that, like. Mm-hmm. I wanted to get more, a, a better a, a better grasp on her and how, what she has to go through being yeah. like part of the seven, being like an exhausted, burnt out part of the seven. Like I wanted to yeah. get more of those details. Because it kind of like, it was almost like they were hinting at that she used to be like Starlight in a way. Well, yeah, right. I think she's a, a taste of what things are to come. Yeah. She's mm-hmm. like the future of what Starlight will become. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there's also a little heads up in the comic book she's like a nymphomaniac for dudes who are smaller than her I think she's an alcoholic yeah so there's a lot of liberties that the show took that it's different than right 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 Um, and then it was the stuff that we've talked about Um, and then Mother's Milk I also thought I didn't really get a much sense of what he was contributing to the team yeah Um, it was funny I wonder to keep calling his wife or whatever but like he was just kind of like another 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 hand yeah, I'm kind of thinking again. It's like since we do know that it's coming back, it's like it's what's going to be in season two. Like I would love to see them go that route in the comic. Like like all take Kanban V together or something, and well, like and, well we got to. Another play. difference in the comic book, like they get the gang together within like the first issue. Mm-hmm. It's not like like the that's kind of the weird thing about the weird like and great thing about the show is like this is kind of like the 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 formation of like the human version of the Justice League versus like the evil superpower Justice League. Right. Whereas in the comic books, it's like, boom, here are the boys. We got to go. Mm-hmm. This yeah. is like, we're getting each member as it comes along. Yeah. And like, the females, like, wasn't something that they, like, they later on, like, found in a box. <laughs> um, she was, like, part of the team and they already knew about her. It's probably yeah. better, better that they did that anyways for the show. Yeah. Um, qualms for me. I, I'm kind of, like, kind of on the same boat. Like, one of my qualms is I, I would have liked to have seen more superheroes. Yeah. 
Um, but it's again, it's one of those things that season two is coming. Yeah. So it, I also like them. I know that they're hinting at things that are they? Yeah. The, I mean, here's the thing. Just from the this show. Is, or this from... is crazy. Uh, there is at one point in the comic books. Spoiler alert. There mm-hmm. is a retreat for superheroes, and it's basically a giant orgy. Oh. And they're like, is that the change? Change. Yeah. Okay. That may or may not be happening. I hear. But um. Oh. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Because I I would have loved to have seen like all the different teams. They were only hinted at. Like Popclaw mm-hmm. is a part of a team. Probably and A-Train was a part of that team. Right. And was recruited into the Seven. Because the Seven is the Seven. Mm-hmm. They are the team. The elite. Again, this is coming from, I've only read a few issues, actually read them, and just looked at and kind of looked into future stories. So mm-hmm. it's like somebody at home can correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, please. Um, no. Slip inside the DMs. Um <laughs> Um, the other okay, so I love I love Billy the Butcher. I love Carl Urban. Oh, um, one qualm that I have is that his accent was inconsistent at times. That's what I was asking you when I was like, does he play a British guy or does he play? It's a- like there were some times where I it really bothered me because you know, it would it would I can't say specific moments where it's like because he's supposed to be kind of like a Cockney. Yeah. Um. But sometimes his I went New to Jack. I went out. to Jack Sparrow. Like that's where I. That's where my brain brain landed, and that's where yeah. I, that's where I, I, I stayed the whole time. I was yeah. like, you're just doing like a. I almost thought immediately. I was like, oh, he's core. It just didn't. It didn't destroy the experience for me. It was just kind of one of those things that I was like, all right. Yeah. Well, this is it's just a little like old timey quirk. Yeah. Kind of spin to it. Yeah. Um. The only other thing, and this is it's. It's kind of a nature of the beast that of what it was and what it is is that so the the beginning scene between when the event happens of the deep doing what he did to Starlight right um I guess my problem with it was that it just was like conversation conversation pants down mm-hmm. and it was like there was no lead up to it like a but I think that that's that's kind of like the that's how it is the the, uh, the icky part about it. Is that and he the, didn't need to, he knows he doesn't need to like bother with any of that. Yeah. There's no like Lita. And I guess it's like, oh, well, you know, reading the comic book too. It's um, like, yeah, it kind of happens the same. It's just, uh, it's. I want to, I want to just talk a little bit. I'm not trying to defend anything or anything like that. But the exact line that I think you see the reaction shot from him is that she's I used to have this big crush on you. I had a poster of you on my wall. Yeah. And then that's and that was his. Him. Well, Spoiled okay. Fans. The, uh, and like, the, to me, like that's, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to say like that's forgivable, but it's like. That is what gives a sociopath what they think is permission. Yeah, and yeah. that's why I think that's why. It, like for all, hopefully, morally moderate people who are like, "What the fuck?" In yeah, the same right. way that she is, and yeah. I and I think it, it's just it, it was I, it was just from a like a a conversation, like but also a, from I, a dialogue standpoint, I was like, but I mean, when I think one, back at the comic book, I mean, it's like it's worse. An overarching thing though is is saying that like. Like I gave it, I just gave it praise for doing those things. Like yeah. being allegories of like real world events. Yeah. But if you take off the superhero skin, those things are pretty cliche and kind of played out. Like yeah. the whole like, not played out. That's like kind of harsh, but just just kind of, we see it a lot where uh, like the super, like the hero, or not the hero, but the athlete struggling with enhancement drugs. Yeah. The girl from Iowa. Like those are totally cliche things. Yeah. Right? So, so there is that where it's like a little bit of that of that annoyance is probably creeping up into your enjoyment. I would right? say, like, like, I remember not trying to derail or trying to re- renege, but it's like, remember when we talked about like spoiler alerts? Yeah. When we talked about there's like a, 
uh, has to be like a sense of like there has to be a point where we go back into spoiler alerts because it's something so old. And I would say oh, to the right. point of like cliche, mm-hmm. like it is technically like you know, small town girl in the big city and the big problems, and it's like athletes and other problems. But when in recent media have we seen that? Not well. I guess my point is like the moment that it hit me was the A train race, mm-hmm. where I was like, "Some fucked up shit's gonna happen in this race." Like he's gonna run into a brick wall full speed or some bullshit and he's gonna explode. Like, he wouldn't because right, but that was where my mind was. Mm-hmm. That's that's where I was still like, oh, there might be gratuitous like violence for no reason in this. I was before I was like bought on the show, right? Yeah, I think it's like episode two or three or something, right? For the race, I think it's yeah, like the three. Race. It's like three. It's like three or something. It's like way later on. Yeah, um, way not way, but yeah, he's, it's a little bit. For, it's a couple episodes in. Um, I mean, the most gratuitous part but, is where there's oral sex happening and then a head gets scratched. Squ- well, yeah. But. <laughs> Well, that, yeah, and that's definitely later. But this race, uh, when it was just like, oh, he went and stuck him some compound V and then he won the race. I was, I was kind of let down a little bit, to be honest, with the events of that. Because I was I, like, to, it's kind of lame and run of the mill. Like, well, okay, to me, you took an enhancement drug and you won I, the race. I was on the same place with that, in a sense. I wasn't like Ollie angry because I'm not Ollie about everything. Um, <laughs> well, I wasn't. I, I was just like, oh, that's kind of like, I was like, that's where I was like, I was let down that it wasn't gratuitous. <laughs> like that weird, like I was like, oh, that's just kind of like, it wasn't a middle ground. It was just kind of like, oh, that's like, well, I can me, watch that. I, I just watched whatever sports movie and I'll get well, that. Well, for me in that sense, I was kind of like looking, I was like, what are they doing with A-Train? And I was like, right. oh shit, are they going to start making me like him? Mm-hmm. And then you do start kind of like do. feeling for him because yeah. it's like, he's trying to kick this drug and he can't. Yeah. Um, and I really liked the final, like the final confrontation between him and Huey. And he said, like, I, you, we did the same thing, except you did it on purpose. Yep. And it was like, damn. Yeah. And the thing is kind of like, you kind of agree. Mm-hmm. You kind of be like, yeah, Huey is descending into this world of like, you know. Because like, you can make the argument that A-Train isn't bad. Well, that's the thing. It's like, he's do just, you say drugs are bad? He's a victim of his, the society that he's in. Yeah. Like, I mean, do yeah. you say people who are dependent on drugs are bad? No. And that's the thing where it's like, they're trying to talk about You're it. a victim. And but like, he's also a victim of kind of the the structure that he is within in terms of being a yep. commodity and mm-hmm. a celebrity and a, yeah and a he, has to say, he has to say shit that he doesn't mean yeah and it's like oh boohoo your life is so bad you're a part of the celebrity it's like but celebrities know that they can't complain to the public they yeah. have to complain to the other celebrities because those are the only people who are going to mm-hmm. understand them yeah yeah uh tom uh honestly like i typically praise a lot of shows that like or even media that like don't have like this crap garbage soft lighting that like a lot of things do I typically like hard shadows it kind of for me made it feel so in itself it had its own identity yeah. that it's like it was almost jarring because I'm so used to everything else being so soft lit and yeah. so maybe that's a good thing maybe it's a bad thing but I'm going to kind of say it's a double edged sword for me where it's like it's so starkly different than anything that you see in movies or TV like Three multi-cam television shows, like everything's brightly lit. There's not a shadow on anybody or on the wall. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And here it's like half a person's face is covered in shadow. <laughs> and you're like, cool. It makes it look like there's an actual sun that exists instead yeah. of like there's a softbox that like just orbits around people's faces. Um, so lighting for me was like a big interesting thing, as well as like color. Um, I liked that they used the muted colors when they needed to for atmospheric things, but then yeah. they used the hard colors for like the suits and all that stuff. So I'm mm-hmm. like Cool. I actually see characters pop out. Um, uh, in terms of qualms, I honestly, this is my own baggage. I thought the hype was way too high. I agree hype with that. was way too high. 
and I think everyone's like, it's so good because it's so dark yeah. and so gritty. And, shit. and like again, I'm not trying to. I say mean, like, it's <laughs> got like a nine point something on IMDb. IMDb. It's eight point nine. Eight point nine. As yeah. of now, while we're recording, yeah. it could change by fucking tomorrow. But even like we said at the beginning, the RT and um, the the Rotten Tomatoes with critics versus audience. I mean, the audience is in the nineties. Yeah. I mean, it's like I I get it. I mean, here's the other thing that I do want to say, like kind of a. It's enjoyable a sh- to watch, and you should watch it. Yeah, for sure. I well, mean, I think it's important, and it's trying to. It's act. I I always struggle to say with a lot of like superhero comic books and stuff like that, where it's like most of them don't have anything to say. Yeah. This one has something to say, and it's yeah. trying to say it. And you have to kind of you're not sifting through the narrative, but you're have to absorb it over the eight, eight hours that you're watching it. Um, and I, that's not a qualm, but it's like again, this is just different. But go on your your point, Josh. I was just gonna say. Um, just kind of a shout out to one of our writers, um, Bethany. Because, I mean, we overall, we liked it. The three mm-hmm. of us, we liked it. Um, ah. if, you go to our web- <laughs> if you go to our website, nerdon.tv, there is actually an article on there written by Bethany, and she yeah. did not like it. Mm. And I think that that's the good thing about this kind of, of what we're doing, is it's like there are going to be two sides of this this coin. Yeah, mm-hmm. we're creating a space where we can talk about it and not have to kill each other over it. And yeah. like we're not going to die on the hills of like, I'm right, you're wrong, da 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 uh, but to that point, like there, they were super fans that hit me up. They're like, "Tom, you have to watch it. Tom, you have to read it." And I was like, "Why don't you go fuck yourself? Um, you don't tell me what to do. No one tells me what to do." Um, but I was oh, like, "So I don't shut up now. So I don't <laughs> have to watch Mask of the Phantasm anymore." Well, no, you should have been watching because you say you like Batman. Oh. Um, and <laughs> I, uh, I watched it, and I was just like, "It was great." It was, but again, I kind of felt like it was a little bit like going back to our year one anniversary yeah. of Lord of the Rings. I was like, I think it was way overhyped for me to to actually just appreciate for what it was. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone was like, it's the end-all, be-all. But I'm like, don't ever tell anyone it's the end-all, be-all. Yeah. Ron Tomatoes, don't tell the world that Doctor Strange is the next Iron Man. You fucking stupid, stupid. Stop wow. it. Stop it. <laughs> but uh, no, it's those kind of things where it's like hyperbole. Yeah. yeah, where it's like it just gets annoying. Where it's like, the best show ever. It's the best show ever. It's the show that's darkest show ever. Blah blah. blah. It's like, but are you watching it for that? Are you watching yeah. it to tell you a story, a compelling story about like messages that we're not talking about? Yeah. Like to me, no, not a, I don't think anyone in the world says Watchmen is one of the greatest comic book movies of all time. They'll say like it's a really good one, mm-hmm. but it's one that actually tries to talk about something. Yeah. And yeah. I'm like, yeah, but like that's that's all you need to say. Don't fucking uh, like so like to it's me, the there was, best show ever. There there was a there was a lot of hyperbole and a lot of hype and that I got I got too wrapped up in because everyone was like all about it. Yeah. Well, now that it? oh yeah, we don't yeah. go to rating, so we don't rate no. it because it's still going. Yeah, still going. I'm, but if I'm, I were to rate it, one out of five, five. In- no. <laughs> no, just kidding, just kidding. Um, but well, that's it. Um, yeah. Everybody I, home, what did you think? Yeah, tell us. Uh, we joke about it, but we mean it. Slip and slide in those DMs. Tell us what you're excited about. If you have watched it, if you have read it, um, who's your favorite character? What was your favorite? You know, part what are of the you show? wanting to see in season two? Like, oh, well, also, Josh. I felt like also there was one part of the show that was like, oh, this is written for Josh. Oh, yeah. Was when Starlight got her new outfit. You son of a bitch. <laughs> no, because you yeah. fucking. No, no, no. I, I was like, you were yeah. the audience at that point. But I'm it's like, one of those things. It's like, oh, man, why bring it up? Yeah. Because I brought it up so many well, times. Well, no, it's but like, like, I think that's an important thing because I think. Because again, I think that that's what they're talking about. Well, yeah, See, they are. They're talking, too. They're, they're talking about, like, the, again, it's something that's cliche, but mm. not talked about. Right. We're like, why does Wonder Woman have to wear a skirt? Yeah. Why does mm-hmm. why does why can't she wear Captain Marvel's full bodysuit? Yeah. You know, like why does Starlight have to have a, like a, a V down ballerina belly thingy that's mm-hmm. not really a ballerina thing because yeah. at least they're covered up. Yeah. <laughs> like 
why can't she have the cape? I mean, on? it's it's kind of an unspoken qualm for me that if it happens, I'm gonna well, be like, you can just assume that I'm gonna. Isn't it wonderful to watch it and kind of be a little validated for it? Yes, that the main char- that the mm-hmm. one of the main characters has a problem with it, and you know what happens? No, this is a better look, and two dudes who have nothing to do with designing your outfit designed it for you. Yeah, and it's like, but it sells. And I think you're up in polls by 2%, blah, blah, blah. It's all that bullshit. It's like, yeah, it's all algorithmic shit that people are using that try to sell you a fucking toy. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's irritating. Let me know if you, if anybody out there thinks or agrees with my crazy qualms. You're crazy. <laughs> your craziness. I, I hope I there's at least it's one crazy, person out there. It's your own way of viewing it. The, you know, they do agree. And then you guys are going to make a show and then you're going to have that information. And it's going to be called the girls too Just, bad it's already made and it was on hbo and it ended yes <laughs> and it was um, later done <laughs> and that's the alternate universe <laughs> well, also, okay real quick why is there so many boys stuff like titles coming out like, like the good, good boys? boys the boys and i saw that one of my friends was doing a film called boys i'm like what the fuck like why is this a thing is this a new trend happening that we're not knowing about yeah. like something going on in hollywood do we need to make a podcast called boy on no. <laughs> no. I'm going to give it a hard no. A hard I mean a soft pass. no. I mean a, 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 I'm leaving. Don't give hard or um, soft anything, Ollie. Oh, no. uh, how about we remake the Hardy Boys? Hardy Boys. Hardy yeah. Boys. Versus Ollie can give them the Softy Boys. Wow. <laughs> I was in Paris during this event. Yeah. So I'm absolved. Yeah. Okay. Uh, everybody at home, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you. Uh, please share us with your friends, your family, your enemies. If you didn't like it, maybe they will. Mm-hmm. You know, spread the love. Um, do stop by iTunes, rate and review us. That stuff does help us. Or really, actually, rate and review us anywhere that you listen to us. We appreciate you. Uh, check out our website. Like I said, nerdon.tv. It has all the links of all the stuff. Um, this is coming out only a couple of days after recording. So yeah. fun stuff is still happening. We do have a giveaway continuing mm-hmm. currently. Uh, we have some fun second year anniversary stuff going on. Uh, yep, new yep, merchandise. Yep. Uh, the Capeless Crusaders, uh, a very well respected and established show, is joining the Nerd On podcast family. Mm-hmm. Very excited about that. My alma mater. You're, you, you started <laughs> yeah. it with them. Um, but yeah, check them, check them out as well. They will be officially the third Monday of every month. We have our show Trope Time, which is the first Monday of every month. And we also have our other show, the Nerd on the Nerd on Update, which is weekly, and it is on Fridays. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, like I said, thank you so much. We love you guys. You know the drill, as always. Nerd, Nerd on. on. Indie. Broadcast.